Sponsored by Is This Tomorrow. Yes, that's Is This Tomorrow. Available at isthistomorrow.com. Is This Tomorrow is a weekly web comic cataloging the antics taking place at the Zorro News Channel and featuring such characters as George Kleenex, Weatherman Benjamin Dover. Man on the scene, J.B. Horns. Political commentator, Taffy Tart. Media personalities, Travis Slaughter. Conspiracy theory expert, J. Elwood Compton III. Paranormalist, Murph Davies. Senator Stroller. Political apologist, Dr. Iggy. Christian ventriloquist, Fred Gastro and his puppet, Woody. And the strangely familiar, Stocky Bear in his smelly, itchy costume. All of this at isthistomorrow.com. That's isthistomorrow.com. Welcome everyone to another episode of That Record Got Me High. That is the dainty and delicate Barry Stock. That's Rob Elba. <laughs> Barry, I'm just saying that because Barry almost spilled his drink I, all over oh, the our no, mixing board. He spilled yeah. a little bit, but I, I think mean, that we have one of the channels in the mixing board. Luckily, now. me and our special guests were able to catch it, so it, it couldn't. It wasn't more of a catastrophe than it was. Right. But anyway, welcome to That Record Got Me High, and uh, today we are going to talk about a record. That I had never heard, listened to before myself, but I know Barry has, and with our special guest. So, without further ado, our special guest is Mr. John Camacho. Welcome to the show, John. Thank you for having me, Rob. Thank you for having me, Barry. What a good radio voice you got. Yeah, he does. He was, he was poo-pooing his radio <laughs> no, voice. No, he's got a good wonderful. one. Um, and what's the record you picked, John? I picked Court and Spark by Joni Mitchell. Is Joni Mitchell. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't surprised that you picked the Joni Mitchell, because I know John's a... Musician, and I've known him a really long time. I've known you really long time, like thirty years, scores of years, uh, scores of years. Yeah, but I knew how much is a score? Twenty. Uh, yes. So right. maybe not scores, but um, I knew. I, I know John. You're into all different kind of music, so you could have just as easily picked a Clash record as you could would have picked a Joni Mitchell. Well, I wanted record, to do right? that face dances originally. Oh yeah, originally you did, but we're doing. Uh, we already had a. Um, plus, if you're going to do a Who record, not face dances, John. Come on. Seriously. I was going to make an argument for it. Well, okay. we did that with Maybe Tattoo. Actually, we had uh, Steve Grothman made a very successful argument for Tattoo, Tattoo U, which you turned out to be Stones record. actually a pretty good record. It was a, and it was an eye-opening episode for me. It and, was, uh, yeah, because I, I always dismissed that as like, man. <laughs> and it was actually a really good record. It was. Probably was. better than Emotional Rescue. Good episode, too. I listened to it. It oh, was. Thank you, John. Steve thank is knowledgeable, so and he'll be a return guest for sure. All right, so Mr. Camacho. Yes, sir. I've known uh, a little, little background. I've known you, uh, you, you and your brother, uh, what was his name again? <laughs> Jim Camacho. John and Jim had a band called The Goods in the late 80s. You guys formed in the late 80s, yeah. South Florida. Okay. But when I first met you and your brother, 
was at a wedding. My best friend, Barry, you don't know this story. Nor New would you, story, no. May you not even care about this I story. I have ten stories and I tell them <laughs> over and over again. I'll tell one this episode for my sure. My best friend, Brian Dooley, uh, he was the best man at my wedding and I was the best man at his wedding. Sometime in the mid-80s. So we can't, I was already living up in Boston and uh, came down for his wedding. And at the wedding... Uh, he he married uh, his wife Marie. Her she had a younger sister. He married the sister. No, no. <laughs> the younger sister uh, Marjorie had, had, was seeing someone at the time. Had a boyfriend. Right. He was younger, and then so the boyfriend and his brother were at the wedding. And there were these kids, and they were like the life of the wedding. They were running around. Okay. They were singing, and they were playing piano. They Blue, were yeah. We, at, the at Blues one, Brothers. Yeah. At one point, I was wondering, did someone hire them to entertain at the wedding, right. or are they guests? I didn't. But they were they were delightful. Whatever. They were at the wedding. So a couple years later, like uh, well, maybe four or five years later, I moved back down to Florida. First uh, hat in hand. Yeah. <laughs> well, I came back down for various reasons. Various um, reasons, and I went and saw the one of the first bands I saw was the Goods, uh, their band. But I, I had no idea, and I saw them, and I said, "Oh man, these guys are good." And they were really good. I saw them at a place called the Reunion Room, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then, what was that? Huh? It, Com- uh, Commercial for, Boulevard. Yeah, okay. for a lot of that, it was a pretty, it was a great club to yeah, play, it was, right? Yep. It really was. Right next to a real pop club, like a dance club. Okay. So. And then I. I Soon, me and Dan formed our band, The Holy Terrors, and then John uh, came. They started coming to shows, and we knew. And then finally, I don't know when it hit me, but it hit me. Those are the two kids from the wedding. Uh-huh. <laughs> Jim and John were the kids from the wedding, and it would. I don't remember when I had. Oh, that you were epiphany. the kids running around at the he, wedding. Yes, oh, okay. Jim and John Camacho yeah. we were, the, were the kids, and I didn't get it right away, but then I did. So uh, yeah. it's when we did the uh, the uh, Supreme song. I forget we did it live every where did our love go or something like that? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Bump, you guys. Bump, bump, so you bump, had a routine. Bump, bump. You had a whole routine that you would do at weddings. So if anyone's interested uh, for a wedding, are you guys still available uh, for weddings? Available for weddings, bar mitzvahs, and, yes, funerals. Keen All right. But needless to say, but also, uh, I don't know, Barry, if you know, you may know a little, but John is a, uh, music, like a real musician. like Not like me and you. Okay. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> he's like, like a, he knows he can read music and he can play. Exactly. Stuff, right? Yeah. Okay. He went to school yeah. and he teaches and he's yeah. he's just a real musician. He Him knows what the both. you know the terms on top of the, being, uh, you know, l- Largo. <laughs> exactly. Well, Whatever. I, I have Google. Yeah. Well, that that does help. All right. So let's 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 hear a little about Joni Mitchell, Court and Spark. When did so when obviously this record you didn't? I mean, this record came out in seventy four, nineteen seventy four. When do you remember? Like when you first heard it. I remember when I heard some of the songs because as soon as you start to listen to the album I was thinking about today, that sound, that sound, that kind of really organic, warm sound takes yeah. me right back to like being a kid, five or six years old. Oh, okay. okay. Maybe hearing it in Zares or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, because there's yeah. a couple of songs. This song was huge. I think it was actually, I read it was one of her uh, biggest records. Yeah. Uh, oh, for sure. I would think this is her biggest record. And yeah, I, yeah. Thought, I thought I had never heard the record, but then listening to it, I You've realized, oh, it. yeah, yeah, I heard it. You've heard these songs. Uh, help me, I've definitely heard uh, sure. a bunch of times. Free Man in Paris, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyone who's you know was alive then in the 70s. And, uh, and they should have heard yeah. it. Probably, it's yeah. It's an incredible record. Uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Our first notes of dissent. Well, I'll tell you, uh, well, uh, we have plenty of time to get into that. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about Joni Mitchell, her real name. Roberta Joan Mitchell. Uh, but known as Joni Mitchell, Canadian, mm-hmm. Canadian singer-songwriter, uh, born in 1943. Okay, I'm, you guys hitting, hear I'm that? hitting you with the facts. Yeah, we do hear that. <laughs> so, all right. So, Court and Spark was her sixth record. Okay. So she, 
I'm throwing the knowledge for this record that I really... I will say... I yeah, am, she had been around for quite a while before this record came uh, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, um, she, uh, she her first record came out in 1968, but even before that, she'd written some songs and other folk people did her songs. She had that song... Uh, uh, both sides, Both sides now. now, which right. was uh, yeah, a big folk hit. So her first record in 1968, um, and Court and Spark came out in 74. That was her sixth right, record. Right, and she's from uh, Canada. She grew up we in Canada. We said that already. Yeah, but there, I just, I'm glad you repeated it, because I wanted to say a couple years ago. That was, that was leading into something. I, no, I do, actually. It struck me how many of my favorite writers and singers are from Canada. There's a lot of them. Really? Yeah. Yeah, actually. Yeah. Voivod's from Canada. Neil Young. <laughs> Leonard Cohen. <laughs> so we'll do a Voivod record. Um, Rush, but you're a she, huge Rush fan. But she yeah. also, <laughs> she was playing in uh, Detroit. She was, uh, I think she got noticed in Detroit. And uh, you think, uh, if, you know, well, Detroit she, was a different city back then than it is now. It didn't she have got part. discovered in Miami, actually. I, right. Really? Right. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. But she would cross down and play in Detroit. You know, that was her... U.S. Uh, and she started smoking cigarettes at the age of nine. I read that. She started cigarettes at the age of nine and dropped out of school at 12. Yeah. So she was a, kind of a badass. I, well, I'm guessing that her parents maybe were, I don't know. Hippies? Yeah. Or hippies. maybe beats. Hippies. Progressive. Beatniks? Just beatniks, probably. Or maybe just bad parents. They could have just been, right, <laughs> bad parents. 12, huh? And she had polio, did you guys? She did get polio, which is why she learned the alternate no, tunings on the guitar. Oh, really? So yeah, yeah. to play in everything. Yeah, sure. And, um, and I will say, she, she has the voice of an angel. I mean, I, Unbelievable I, listening voice. to this record, and, and I'm going to say, right, yeah, this, I, I didn't like it at all when I first started listening to it, because it just wasn't... It's not your thing, man. It's not my thing. It, it's jazz, right? It's very it's jazz. It's very jazzy. Sort of, yeah. It's very jazzy. Uses a lot of major seventh chords. All right, and here, and I figured out my my problem with it. Even though her, she has a great voice, and I, I like I listened to some other Joni Mitchell like earlier stuff, and it's I actually different. liked it more. Yeah, I don't like the melodies she, she the, her the melodies she sings because I feel like it's kind of very jazzy melodies. And the one affectation she does a lot on this record is the uh huh. I yeah, right. the yeah. low that thing and that slide. Oh, it just kills me. I do not like that. If I was a producer, I'd say Joni. Pick a note. Just hit the one note. Pick a note. Don't I'm just, gonna, I'm do just the, rolling down the. I'm just going to roll down the list of these. Uh, let's see. All music five stars. Uh, Rolling Stone no, album guide five a, stars. It's wonderful. Uh, it's a. It's I, I and by the time I listened to it a bunch of times and some yeah. things were growing on me more and I and I fully by the end of the, by the end of the that week I'm an I realized idiot. that I've <laughs> by the end of the week I realized I've heard this album a lot of times. And that, um, yeah, there are some things about it that are a little bit annoying after a while. Oh, and Elisa was not getting, because I, I was listening in the car, because I have to cram on it. And Elisa's a, a kind of a rock girl. My, my wife, Elisa, she's into yeah. rock and stuff, and she's like, what is this? She did not, and my she wife was not hates, getting my wife Does she really? really do? Oh, okay, wow. so that makes me now, feel see, good. Susan, uh, Susan I promised I wouldn't mention her name, but there we go. <laughs> She likes it, so she's a Joni. She's a Joni Mitchell fan, so okay. you know. And I, I think I am too a Joni Mitchell fan. And which, by the way, you know who was a huge Joni Mitchell fan? Prince. Prince. Oh, yeah. I did not know yeah. that. Oh yeah, Prince uh, credits her as being one of his biggest influences. Credited her. Credit. What did I say? You credits because <laughs> right, he can right. no longer credit anything yeah. to anybody. Credited, that's right. And he actually has a song on Simon the Times called uh, "The Ballad of Dorothy Parker." Yep. And she's got it. He's got the thing, and he says. 
Mind if I turn on the radio? Oh, my favorite song, she said, and it was Joni singing Help Me, I Think I'm Falling. <laughs> did you listen to that song? I did. I actually listened to that. I ended up listening to that. That record's great. I love yeah, that. That's a great record. Yeah, but, so I did. After this, I listened to that whole record. Uh, but yeah, so Prince, so if Prince is a huge Joni Mitchell What are you going to do? Yeah. You, yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, so, but that's the one thing that I didn't like. And all, some of the songs... I could hear the music. It somebody reminded me of um, like a little Steely Danish, and I'm thinking it did, if, yeah, if, for sure. If Donald Fagan singing over it and seeing more of his regular pop notes <laughs> and stuff, I'd probably enjoy it more There's, that's, than her that's jazzy, in there for sure. Than the jazziness, but it's, yeah. that's just me. That's my uh, personal effect. My you know my there personal are a, a similar a lot of the same musicians musicians on this record that were on Asia and Royal Scam and stuff. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, she did. So I guess I read that she tried at first. She was tried getting like more like rock musicians and stuff, and they weren't getting the sound that she wanted right. so she started using these these jazz dudes and then she started having a, a relationship with one of the with, that, I think the drummer dude. I think that's what she did I, she had relationships with a variety of musicians she over did. the years yeah maybe it was Bass probably the smoking usually, at nine uh, probably yeah. did that but I think that you know Jocko she was she had a thing with Jocko for a while I believe and uh, everyone needs a muse right well I think Joni was the muse for a lot of people and but I suspect that she was a love them and leave them type too. She's probably like, you know, you get that oh, phone yeah. call and well, be like, she's a badass. Of course she was. I'm, yeah, I'm sure she was. In context too, this was the me generation and the True. sexual revolution. And all True. That. Oh yeah, yeah. But I think you know, I, I, she, um, other musicians. Which, who was it? We were. I was looking at a quote, or we were talking about a quote where another musician had said, oh, she was, you know, she was just like having another guy in the band, that she was able to, you know, she wasn't um, a, um, she, there was no um, compromise that needed to be made with her as far as, oh, okay. you know, she just was like, no, you're going to play this, or she was going to, she knew what the chords were, she knew what the, what's supposed to be done, and, you know, she played with really heavyweight musicians, especially in the 80s. She's got, you know, Pat Metheny up on stage, and she's got people who, are you know super heavyweight jazz Charles musicians? Mingus, Charles Mingus. Asked, well, Mingus asked exactly. Compose. Yeah, exactly. These are jazz people. I'm assuming. Charles Mingus <laughs> is one of the most famous, yeah, jazz bass player oh, okay, composer. Okay. Yeah, he's. Uh, <laughs> I was wondering that if she was like that because some of with her lyrics, it comes across that she could have been kind of like a shrinking violet and kind of like yeah, but that's uh, a that's but a that's uh, yeah, that's that was just being persona. emotionally brave, yeah. and daring her her soul. Okay, yeah. okay, yeah, right. no, I got, and I actually really did reading the lyrics, and I dug into the lyrics as as we are wont to do on this yeah. podcast, and I think she writes some great lyrics. I just maybe would have wanted someone else singing them, but um, at, at times, yeah. I don't think it's someone else singing them. I think you like different melodies. I would have, pre- yeah, yeah. That, that's it, mainly because her voice you you can't. She's got the voice of an angel. It's, it didn't uh, stay like that either. Oh, really? Okay, my it? you know my name for this record basically is the Joni Mitchell Show because <laughs> all the background vocals are also her. Oh, so so okay. what? That's probably some of that bothered yeah. me too. I don't. It, it, it just I don't know. Oh, it's man. just a certain. I know you you love it. I knew. Well, I listening to this, I could tell because there. Piano is—is is it mostly her playing piano? There's a lot yeah, of piano. It's her, it yeah, it says the on piano, the credits that and, it's her and it's playing great. piano. I mean, it's there's great playing on yeah. it. You could tell. Um, it's you know some of it's a little uh, subdued. It's very subdued by uh, on purpose by design. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's, it's a mellow '70s record. But it's um, it's also all these songs are about people, all of them, and um, they're very um, astute observations about. From her Joni perspective about some of it's observational and some of it's confessional, 
but it's all um, it's the Joni Mitchell show. That's what this album is, and right. um, a lot of people I think would say this is her peak. This is I, when she I definitely think so. peaked after listening to it again for yeah. like the. Now Barry, so John said he, it's sort of just it was something that you just knew when you were little. You just when you listen to it now, you remember just hearing her on the well, radio. Yeah, that, I, yeah, and then when I was in my early twenties, I don't know if you guys got this, probably not, but but I had a thank you when I was my, I probably was smart to back up when I'm about to tell, say no, what I'm about no, to say. But yeah, I got before. this like. Um, nostalgia romance like I would think back about being a kid oh. and like if I would hear certain things it would take me back to a certain time right so then when I when I discovered this record really discovered it oh and then was some like, of the songs wow, you said yeah, oh yeah, yeah. okay yeah. That, that's, oh, that was right. yeah that's that was the initial thing like I, I can remember I was on a on a bus in California and they played Free Man in Paris, and that was I was probably twenty or twenty-one because I was touring with a Latin American band. Oh right! And right. so I was in California, which I'd always wanted to go to because I watched too many ABC after-school specials yeah. as a kid. And and um, not that, all of those ended well, though. No, yeah, so then some of them were bad. I know I watched too many of them. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. So I mean, that was the first thing. But then just listening to it and listening, being a lyricist, you know, loving lyrics. Yeah. Her lyrics, I think, are. They could stand on their own as yeah, poems. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They, right, they did. Much like uh, a Bob Dylan, I, I see some of yeah, that but in her. <laughs> she and Dylan had a contentious <laughs> relationship. Oh, did they? She made, really? Some really, she made some really cutting comments about Bob uh, that were kind of funny. Did anyone not have a contentious relationship with no, Bob Dylan? pretty well, much. Did you, did you come across the story as you were researching about her playing this record? For David yes. Oh Plank. yes, and Bob Dylan yeah. fell asleep. Yeah. Fell asleep. No, pretend she said he she pretended, said he pretended fell to fall asleep. Right, but he was spinning totally, on a little show for David. I could David totally Geffen. see Bob Dylan totally. doing that. Right. Yeah. Um, one other thing I will say about the record, which this this sounds like a diss, but it's not. But I appreciate the fact that most of the songs are short. And yeah. but I really do because it's the kind of music that could easily have been made longer, like the true, song, true. and they're not. They're like pop song lyrics. Right. A lot oh, of them are yeah, like between two a, and three this minutes. This was definitely a which pop, I do, pop record. I, 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 I do appreciate that a lot. And actually, my least favorite song is the longest one on the record. Which one's that? Down to you? Yeah, yeah, it is. But although that's the one that won a Grammy, by the way. Well, of course, of course, that's me, <laughs> Mr. Contrarian. All right, so let's get into well, there this. You go. <laughs> let's get into this record. Side let's one. Let's cut his mic. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Barry does have control over this. Yeah. Well, maybe you could just spill your drink yeah. on just my mic, Barry. Right. All right, Court and Spark, the title track is the first song on there. Um, Love came to my door with a sleeping roll. But it opens with this great piano, like the, this little this piano intro that sets the sets the scene. It's almost like a play. This this song is like a, a theatrical performance. Where you know it, 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 and it just like the curtains open, yeah, and then and she it's quiet. I brought, like when I first started listening, I said, "Do I have is my volume yeah. down all the way yeah. or anything?" But it, yeah. no, it just comes in very quiet. And then when her voice comes in, it's uh, so it's so, so such presence. Well, her voice, it's because her voice is mixed right. There's no, there's very little trying to disguise her voice. Her voice is right center, right in the center uh-huh. of the mix, and it's totally present. There's no, you know, trying to hide anything. It's like this instrument that's just. Fair. Yeah, exactly, fair. Exactly, yeah. Vulnerable. And I think um, if you listen to her earlier stuff, I think she's singing in a different register in this. Uh, in this well, I had read that, that she, that she sort right. of changed, uh, that she was starting to change the it's register. Like an alto that she's or singing. something. Like yeah, she's yeah, right. Like, like it's she just, it sounds, sounds mature. She sounds like a. Right. I, wrote down, I wrote down, she sounds Annoying? like a woman. Oh, okay. he, did, he didn't write down annoying. Did you hear what he said? <laughs> I know. That was just that was me being a dick. I didn't mean. Take that out, Barry. Cut that out. No, you don't. <laughs> 
Um, all right, so this song <laughs> yeah. is because when I when I read the lyrics, I thought it was she was just being metaphorical, talking about a man. But did you read? It's actually a specific incident that this song is written about. Uh-uh. She says he was playing on the sidewalk for passing change when something strange happened. All right, I read that it was inspired by an incident that happened to her in. Berkeley, where she met this street musician, and he was like a delusional, some delusional. Street yeah, musician, I got that vibe. Definitely, and he believed yeah. that she had written a bunch of songs for him, although they they had never met before. And that's what the song is about. And then once you know that and you read the lyrics, it's I never funny. heard they that take story on, Yeah, yeah, they take. So I, she said, yeah. So, uh, so he buried the he, coins he, he made yeah. in people's park and went looking for a woman to court and spark. So, yeah, yeah. This guy, this seems like he read my mind. He saw me mistrust. Yeah, exactly. Him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Because yeah, 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 yeah. Joni knows that. Because the second, the ter- second two lines, uh, or the first three lines, love came to my door with a sleeping roll and a madman's soul. So it's not she's not it's not a metaphorical madman's soul. It's this guy's, you know. But she had this experience, and this guy touched her. Um, but Joni knows herself, and yeah, he saw me mistrusting him and still acting kind. So you know he can read the fear, but she's also being you know tolerant and uh, right. Huh. And then his the third verse uh, is amazing. All the guilty people, he said, they've all seen the stain on their daily bread, on their Christian names. I cleared myself. I sacrificed my blues. And you could complete me. I'd complete you. So he's, he may be crazy, but he knows how to. He knows how to present. Uh, himself to uh, um, someone like Joni Mitchell, and, a woman of heart and mind. Yeah, exa- for, for real, totally. Yeah. But then, what, is, what does she say? Help you know, me? No, 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 no his eyes were the color of the sand in the sea. So, and the more he talked to me, you know, the more he reached me. But I couldn't let go of L.A., City, city of, of the, the Fallen, fallen angels. angels. Oh, right, right, right. So yeah, she's, yeah. Uh, she's one of the ones he's, um, you know, he's, they've all seen the stand. Yeah, he was it. this nutbag from Berkeley, and she's a L.A. LA woman. Yeah, so, yeah, see you, see you, buddy. All yep. right, so great get, song. Yep, uh, think and then, she gave him any royalties for that? No. Okay. Definitely not. Cool. Um, Come hear that. Up. All right, number two song. Help me. This song is a mon- it had to be a monster hit because this song I knew like I knew every you know every bit of this song I knew although I never thought I listened to this album yep. ever before. This is in a crazy hit. guitar tuning as well. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I got my guitar tuning right over there right now. And it's, oh, okay. It's okay. totally. Um, it's a it's a major seventh tuning. So she just plays bar chords all the way across when she's playing those. So she just like that. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, okay. And it's funny because she herself referred to this song as a throwaway. She said it was like a throwaway, a good radio. She said, oh, it's a good radio record. if those were your throwaways. Yeah, well, she said the record company would always pick whatever the most upbeat song and want to make of it course. a single, so yeah. that's what she felt they did with this. So, but the, so the song, she's falling in love with someone who she probably shouldn't fall in love with. I think it was about the drummer. Uh, oh, that John, guy, right? Uh, yeah, that she had a relationship. Well, there was also rumors it could be Jackson Brown or Glenn Fry, who's both who she had or, or, relationships or James with. Taylor. By the way, did you read that she, in 1972, at the end of the year, she was nominated or she won in Rolling Stone? Re, uh, they they called her Old Lady of the Year. Really? <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, oh, and I get it. Old Lady, old lady yeah, of the yeah, yeah, Year. And then they had they had for a, those that don't know who weren't in the 70s. Old Lady was in the term of endearment for your girlfriend. Yeah. My old so, lady. So they had a picture of her lips and then these arrows to these different guys whose, oh, hearts, whose heart she supposedly broke. broke yeah, wow. I think she probably yeah. was a heartbreaker. That's kind of sexist. Though. It's That's kind of very, really very cool. so yeah. No, she didn't think it was, it was cool. A diff- it's not yeah, cool. It was a different it's not. I mean, yeah, well, now it wouldn't fly at all. But, but then, yeah. I think, Rob, she channeled it and made this record, among other records. Oh, right, right. You know, you know well, good for her. Yeah, good for her. 
So help me. I think I'm falling in love again. When I get that crazy feeling, I know I'm like, oh, and I can just hear her like doing the scat, scat, scat jazz thing. You don't like that? I I love it. I just don't. I just don't like it. I'm sorry. I don't. But I like, but the words are really good. I like them. Well, she, she, uh, I mean, I like the lyrics better when I just read them. My family has just (laughs) entered the house. And they are... They're very stealth, very quiet, very good girls. Susan's going to make some ice in a second, though. <laughs> yeah. My daughter has just made the hearts, heart shape and said how, she loves Court and Sparks. So. Oh, great, great. Maybe she, could, she should take my place, maybe. <laughs> no, you're perfect. <laughs> no, we need some contrast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you need a little contrast. But, but still, like I said, I, I definitely, much as you said last week, at the end of the week, we have to listen to it, I definitely appreciate it and enjoyed it more than I did when I first started listening to it, which I thought, oh my God, I'm, I'm, I don't like this at yeah, all. You sound genuine, though. He, he sounded like he was just trying to placate you. Thank you. Thank you, John. Do some of thank that. you very much. Yes, thank you. <laughs> some of that, I just but, do some placating <laughs> to keep the thing, keep things rolling and keep it from... Yeah, I'm not saying you were wrong to do that. I, I would probably whatever, do the same thing. Whatever. All right, let's get the third song. Is another monster song, Free Man in Paris, which is another song that I This do. is probably, this is the masterpiece song of this record. I love this song. Um, I, it's hard to pick one masterpiece. I actually like Down to You, the one that he does. Yeah, he doesn't yeah like. that, that too. And, and, but but, but, but I, this one is, this one, because it's got that Steely Dan thing where you go, who is she talking about? You want to know who right, is right, this? Right, right, And then who is she talking about? Well, she's, is it actually like a persona poem? David, she's, it's she's David Geffen. She's David taking, Geffen. She's yeah. speaking. She's, she's as talking the, as, yeah, as David Geffen, yeah. the free man. But this is, he actually told her about, uh, right. you know, this, his experiences. And it's from his point of view, which is cool that she could, that she's writing this song from the, uh, from the point of view of this record executive. And it's sort of about, it's about the, uh, the pressures of the music industry and the pressures music industry puts on their artists and uh, you could imagine however it was then it's like things have gotten so much even worse now it's oh like, it's a yeah. whole diff- it's completely yet yeah, so the machine has gotten much more sophisticated yeah um, yeah but it, it, it is great and the words uh, she's singing as him I guess I do my best and I do good business there's a lot of people asking for my time they're trying to get ahead they're trying to be good friends of mine but they're not trying to be good friends of mine. They're just trying to suck up to him. He's, right, right. You know, he doesn't know everybody. You know, he knows he's a record executive, right? A and R guy. So, but he, but he was happy in Paris. He felt unfettered and alive well, you know because why? there was nobody calling him up for favors. Also, there's <laughs> another reason because David Geffen was gay, and so when he was in Paris, with that really good friend of his, he's out. He goes. He goes out looking for cruising. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't oh get, yeah, I didn't yeah, yeah. And it's interesting too because he uses. She uses. Right, a uh, good friend of mine. Two ways. First, it's like like these sycophants or whatever. Exactly, they the want to be a very good. Really they want to be a good friend to of mine. Find someone. Uh, right, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, someone to uh, uh, groove with. And uh, <laughs> yes. but he he was a free man. I was a free man in Paris. Mm-hmm. I felt unfettered alive because when he's back in the states, it's 1973, 1974. You know, it's this, it's not. This would have been the women's lib movement. So her singing, "I was a free man in Paris." I'm sure that that was that had something. Some sort of oh right! Oh, right. for sure. Um, and there's some great lines in this. Um, you know, I'd go back there tomorrow, but for the work I've taken on, stoking the star maker machinery behind the popular song, and that's a very cutting. Um, you know, stoking is what you you putting you're putting coals in the engine of the locomotive. You know, you're shoveling coal. Industry, in. industry, industry versus art. Right? He's what? That's what he's saying. It's a it's a machine. And uh, one more. Th- 
fun fact about this song. Uh, Neil Diamond recorded uh, this for his 1977 album, I'm Glad You're Here With Me Tonight. And I couldn't bring myself to listen to it. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up because I will bring. I will definitely play that in the I figured you should play it, but I couldn't listen. Yeah, I, just I couldn't think we're it. definitely going to hear Neil Diamond's. With that, all right. With that, I ideal think you should, in dreamer. I think you should play out. This is a good. This is a halfway point. So Barry will play us out with some Neil Diamond doing Joni, Bingo. and we'll be back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, with I could probably find half. some worse Joni Mitchell covers. Uh, Court so. and well, Spark. Nazareth. Nazareth supposedly Bingo. covered uh, there you go. Carrier, one of those Perfect. songs. Oh, really? From Blue. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't listen to. All right, we'll be back in a minute with Court and Spark, uh, Joni Mitchell, with our special guest, John Camacho. We'll be right back. I was a free man in Paris. I wasn't feeling alive. There was nobody to call me. Is This Tomorrow is a weekly webcomic cataloging the antics taking place at the Zorro News Channel and featuring such characters as George Kleenex, weatherman Benjamin Dover, man on the scene J.B. Horns, political commentator Taffy Tart, media personalities Travis Slaughter, conspiracy theory expert J. Elwood Compton III, paranormalist Murph Davies, Senator Stroller, political apologist Dr. Iggy, Christian ventriloquist Fred Gastro and his puppet Woody, and the strangely familiar Stocky Bear in his smelly, itchy costume. All of this at isthistomorrow.com. That's isthistomorrow.com. And, and, and pleasant. You know who popped into my head? Leslie Wimmer. Oh, like, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I could see them being like similar, similar yeah, types yeah, yeah. of personalities. You know? Leslie, I think... Although Leslie didn't, wouldn't have dated all the... No, she no, wouldn't have. No, no, no. But as far as... I could see her suffering a, a crazy person like that and yeah. handling, it, handling yeah. it well. Yeah. I think that... Uh, I think Joni's persona on the albums is kind. I think Joni was Wait, probably... Wait, we shouldn't be... This should be a podcast. Why are we talking about this now? What are we doing? I'm recording it. Don't yeah, worry, buddy. It. I'll stick this in there. It's okay. I'm smart. I know when this stuff happens, actually, I'll start recording. I'm you're not smart enough to not spill your drink on the mix. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, he won't. Yeah, that was actually. Grab it when it was yeah. happening. If you've ever seen interviews, I couldn't believe it. It really was so much. She talks right. about her career and what she gave up for career. She reminds me a lot of Jenny Mitchell. Like the same thing. Like who? Just, who are you talking about? Stevie Nicks. Nicks. Oh, okay, like okay. women who who have risen to that level in the music business at that time. Oh my God. They had to, that was it. Like there was not going to be any families or babies or it took Because you were at the m- mercy of oh, whatever you imagine was needed was? of you at any particular yeah. moment. Although in Jenny Mitchell's case, I, I mean, I just think she probably wouldn't, she would have done it over a million times the same way probably. Yeah. I think she's tough. I don't think she's super nice or sweet. I think Jenny Mitchell's probably very... Was probably to get what she we do. What be she talking, did. We should be talking about this. We are. Right. No, but we're not. We're not included. Nice to meet you. You know, there's no. There's no. It's, it's not grounded concrete. How we got to make this podcast? So if we have a little bit in the middle, it's, it's fine. 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 So uh, yeah, this bye. is.
Bye. All right, hold on. Let me, let me pause again. Put my headphones on. That one. <laughs> yeah. No, I love that. I love that record. I may have killed a compressor on this channel. Hey, hey, hey. Not, I mean, on your channel. Talk real heavy in the mic. How you doing, Barry? What's no, going it on? It still works. Sorry. All right. Forget it. It's working. There's a little background noise, but I spilled orange juice and vodka and soda in the mixer, and it's hissing a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Barry. Like the hissing of summer lawns, a later it's, Johnny it's, Mitchell record. Like it's it was told as a child. A deal in dreamers. We'll what? wait. We'll wait. I'll just edit out of the silence. You can say whatever you no, gotta do. A little children were supposed to sleep tight. That's all. I'm going, uh, okay. I'm going ahead. Children to be seen and not heard. Children yeah. are not to I'm spill vodka on the mixer. In the Twisted. break, we were chatting a little about Joni and about the, the speculating her, per, her speculating because none true. of us none of us knew her. No, but Barry, and she's still alive. But she had a she's had a terrible accident and is basically incapacitated. I think. Oh, do you well, hear that? I, I, she, she's, you hear what's she's, going on with your mic? She's, <laughs> yeah, it's cool. It's fine. <laughs> it actually wasn't cool. It was the opposite of cool. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I re- one thing I'd read, which I'm sure you guys know that I didn't know before, was that in 1965 she gave birth to a daughter. She had a daughter that she felt uh, she couldn't take care of her, so she put her yeah, up for, for adoption. adoption. That's, uh, some of the subject matter on Blue, I think, covers that. Yeah. And she later, but she later said her daughter's birth and her inability to take care of her as the moment when her songwriting inspiration had really begun. Right. She's like she tram- she poured all that that she would have put into raising the child. Ah, yeah. right. that's, that's amazing, that's right? right? That yeah. kind of shows you, it's kind of sad in a way because it shows you real artists. Sometimes you feel like they have to trade a certain part oh, for, of themselves sure. and their life. You kind of got to make a choice and it's like, is it, well, it's great. We, we get all this great art, but is it worth it in the end, you know, that, that what they've given up? And uh, Well, her story has a happy ending. They did did you know that she They did with her daughter Yeah, yeah, yeah. she did And she's a grandma that. now Joni's a grandma Oh, okay, I didn't know that That's sure. great That is a happy ending That's nice Good for Joni Good for you, Joni All right so Cause she, get... That's because she's a nice person Okay All right There you go but, Okay, I'm gonna I'm, I'll, I'll, I'm gonna go with that She yeah, seems wonderful so. Prince loved her She couldn't be I mean, if Prince loved her She couldn't be that bad. All right, so we get the song He number... was such a good judge of character He uh, hey, don't start. All right, don't. You could badmouth Gerard I'm Way. I'm not badmouthing Prince's music at <laughs> oh, all. My Chemical Romance. But when you start uh, badmouthing I'm not Prince, saying anything about Prince's musical talent. I'm just saying, you know. All right, so People's Parties. The fourth song is People's Parties, and I actually like. I, I like this song. I love the the party. It's, it says all the people. Things are, are heating up party. here in the second half. <laughs> They've got a lot of style. They've got stamps of many countries. They've got passport smiles. Some are friendly. Some are yeah. Summer cutting, summer watching it from the wings, summer standing in the, in the center, center giving, giving to get, get something. something yeah. We've all been at this party, oh, right? Yeah. Except and this party except, sucks. Yeah. Well, <laughs> except that she's in a party full of these are a lot of there's like famous and yeah. wannabe famous LA. people. This is not like you know a party in Pembroke Pines. But South Beach would be a similar party uh, in the nineties when we were yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. Yeah, right, so, right, right. Criteria people yeah. that are recording. It but this song also is a shift from the the first three songs. The first three songs are sort of a trilogy of of a particular kind of sound. Right. Yeah. And then this change definitely changes things up. Kind of like how she used to. This is more folky, more, yeah, more exa- folky. Exactly. And yeah. it's very stream of stream of consciousness the lyrics Every scene, line. Yeah. right? Like, yeah. yeah. It could yeah. Which I like. And I also and it's short. It's short which I said like These I like it's are, unbelievable that it's only 2 minutes 15. There's a lot packed into this 2 so minutes. So much. 15, it's like, right? yeah, I wrote yeah. that down. I said Just keeps rolling. What did I say? What did I say? She has her girly voice back. That's what I said here. Yes, Every line is right. like a barrage of honesty. Like it's like one line that's right. like right. punches 
Right. And these two were, have, were always, from the first time I heard this record, these two, because they're kind of like one song. People, all right, so you're talking yeah. about People's same Parties, situation. right, and it goes yeah. right, it they sort my of favorite. transitions that, into the same situation. Yeah, yeah, that to me was like the, the highlight for me. Like this one would always, I wouldn't say that I cried. I, I didn't, but I saw people cry when, really? they, listened, when they listened to this record. Really? Like yeah. who? Can you name them? No. Was it Jim? I won't name. <laughs> was it your brother Jim? It was me, man. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, I found I'm, I found I'm this very I found this very moving, like very right. very powerful. Right. The whole idea of praying and the well, Lord. Well, yeah. Death all right. Row. So let's get. Wait, so, wait, wait. Oh, slow down. Right, we're skipping. Before you jump ahead. Go ahead, sorry, go ahead. Sir. I'm sorry. This this has the um, my favorite line in the whole album. My favorite two lines. Um, she starts verse four. I feel like I'm sleeping. Can you wake me? You seem to have a broader sensibility. She's talking to someone she feels like might have um, more uh, wit about the situation than she does. And then she says, I'm just living on nerves and feelings with a weak and a lazy mind. And that kept, that line kept coming to me during the week, like it would pop up. It would be, you know, I get up in the morning and I would be cooking breakfast. I'd hear that. And it just, for some reason, it resonated uh, with me. Maybe that's that's me. Oh, no, it's great. I'm living on nerves and feelings with a the weak and a lazy mind. And coming to, and people's, coming to people's parties, parties feeling deaf, dumb, and blind. So she doesn't know what to do. I feel like I'm sleeping. Will you wake me? That, that, that's that line. I wish I, I wish had, I had more, more sense of humor, humor keeping, keeping the sadness, sadness at bay. bay. Throwing the lightness on all these things. Wow, John, doing that Laughing without a script. Oh, oh, I know every word to this. Yeah, it's also tell. got a really weird bit, Laughing It All Away, where they looped her saying, Laughing It All Away, uh-huh. in her high sort of uh, uh, um, up and down voice. And it appears and it just gets scattered through the mix like like someone's dabbing paint or like it's, you know, it's uh, popping like popcorn. Can, can I make a plug really quick? Sure, as long as it's for our sponsor, Is This Tomorrow. (laughs) It is. It's for Is This Tomorrow. So, uh, what was it, Christian Ventriloquist? Or something like that, yeah. Yeah, that's one of their characters. So, listen, did you guys know she had the 75th uh, birthday concert about a month ago, Joni Mitchell did? No, I didn't. There's a version. It's not on YouTube anymore because of the rights. Somebody Uh, took it off. But somebody named Leslie Mendelson, have you ever heard of her before? No. no. She's, she plays with um, the Grateful Dead guys, I guess. I mean, I just, I only know her from this. Right. She did, I didn't think this was a coverable song because it's so, it's so awesome. She did it. She did it great. Oh, and somebody, the 75th and, thing? Yeah, and awesome. it was live in like New York, in like one of the New York clubs. Not, not so what are you Angeles. plugging though? How can we see it? He's oh, you're just plugging I, I'm her. plugging, uh, yeah, gotta, I guess, anybody out there who has it, maybe share it again. Find it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure it out. On the dark web. Barry on the dark web. But when she did that laughing it all the way part that you're talking about, she, yes. she, she changed it because it was just solo her and a guitar. Right. And it was really effective. Right. Right. Anyway. Cool. So, same yes. situation. Same Amazing. situation. Uh, cutting, pretty cutting the Playboy praise on the insecure woman lyrics. Um, which she does really good with this, and obviously she does it from experience, yeah. but also, obviously, she's not as insecure as the character, I think, sometimes in there. Hopefully not in real I life, don't right? think so. Where she's just getting... Maybe it's how she felt when she was younger. She she remembers feeling like that. I feel... I've always felt like she was. Maybe well, I was Maybe I was foolish. I definitely felt like the guy in a lot of these songs that she was... I felt like... The, <laughs> you felt like the guy? I felt like the really? cad, yeah. I was, really? I was a cad. Were you a cad? Yeah. Uh-huh. John, I refuse still, to believe that. Barry, if Barry said that, I'd believe it 100%, yeah. but Look I I felt like she was. I felt she was honest. I don't all you I'm, ladies, I've been a cat too. Please, <laughs> I apologize. You've all right. So she says, "You've had lots of lovely women. Now you turn your gaze to me, yeah. weighing mm. the beauty and the imperfection to see if I'm worthy." Yeah, well, she can like see that. Church. She can see that in a second. 
though. She sees that in one yeah, yeah. glance. Like a cop, like a mother. You want me to be truthful. Sometimes you turn it on me like a weapon, though, and I need your approval. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad because so many girls, young girls, feel like that with men. And don't you don't need their approval, right? Yeah, right? Sure. But she's that's, honest. She's speaking. She, oh, yeah, she yeah, must yeah, have she's been honest, Like, yeah. she's a huge influence on so many... Uh, Singer, uh, females, females, right? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Like, I'm like, sure. Yeah. Which is well, good. She's and an very good, a good old oh, performance yeah, as well. Everybody. This, okay. So, just so we're clear, this she's a she's a she's a she's one of a one of an a billion talent. Yeah. Like, she's a yeah. treasure. She just yeah. I just absolutely. wish she wouldn't do that low <laughs> the high thing. Then That's because perfect. it's new to you. It's like heroin. You know, when you first try it, it's you have oh. and you throw up. But the more you I listen to it, I'm not like you. I don't do heroin. No. All right. Um. She says from a 1996 interview with Los Angeles. I see myself editing that. She's sorry, sorry. No, I'm just. John Camacho does not do heroin. Um, I don't know what we can say and what we can't. All right, say. this is. You can say anything you want. Anything. Joni Mitchell, uh, in a 1996 interview, said, I don't want to name names or kiss and tell, but basically, she's talking about this song. It's a portrait of a Hollywood bachelor and the parade of woman through his life, how he toys with yet another one. So many women have been in this position, being vulnerable at a time when you need affection or are searching for love, you fail. Into the, and you fall into the company of a Don Juan. So who's she talking about? Warren Beatty. Warren Beatty, yes, I was thinking Did that. You, really? Yes. That's what I, that's what I, I just yeah, thought. Yeah, I think Warren you're probably Beatty. right. God damn you, Warren Beatty. <laughs> well, you know. He's so good looking, though. He was. He was, yeah. No. <laughs> but uh, there's a, there's a, there's a, this verse two is sort of takes you away from that um, situation into more into her inner world. Loneliness. And, Still, I and, sent up my prayer, wondering where it had to go, with heaven full of astronauts and the Lord on death row, while the millions of his really lost and lonely ones call out and clamor to be found, caught in their struggle for higher positions and their search for love that sticks, sticks around. around. Yeah, so uh, then she goes and talks about Warren. Uh, <laughs> it's a beautiful song. Yeah. Yes, and now we've established 100%, that's the 100% of, it's that, about Warren Beatty. That's the end of side one. It is the end of side one, and this is, yes, that's good, because this is a, definitely a record where uh, it's a record. So side two, the first song on it, is the song Car oh, on yeah. a Hill, which this is, is a really different song. It's a really different song, and yeah. I'll tell you the one thing. This song has, uh, has this crazy... Bridge, musical, spacey, musical bridge. That's like bridge. The, the, the pinnacle to the whole it album. It sounds like, like something that could be on a, a, a Bowie album, like a, yeah. a Berlin era Bowie it's or got, something. It's got her voice overdubbed like 15, 16 times. Just a it's chorus really, of Joni I wish Mitchell. there was so more you like, stuff. You like that? I love that part. And I wish there was more of that on this album. Just something that came out of left field and sort of brought it into a different thing. It's great. I mean, it, it is great. But yeah, I kind of wish there was more of that. But uh, so this song, She's Waiting for Someone. Uh, I've been sitting up waiting for my sugar to show. I've been listening to the sirens on the radio. He said he'd be over three hours ago. I've been waiting for his car on the hill. So who's she talking about? Graham Nash? Jackson Browns? I would say Graham Nash at this yeah. point. But whoever it is, he's an asshole. Well, he's, he's leaving Joni Mitchell. Who leaves Joni Mitchell he, waiting for three hours? He could be, yeah. And then she, well, she she's could listening get a to cab. She, she's listening to the sirens, and that made me think of being, like when, my, when I was a kid, my dad died when I was a young age, and then right after that, I would hear sirens go by, uh, and I would pray for the people, like whoever the sirens was. Uh, oh, yeah. The whenever you hear an ambulance, you know somebody's having a worse day than you. Yeah. So, so I, when she's listening to the sirens and the radio, right. it's like... I was wondering, yeah, I was wondering about that. Oh, okay. So she's worried. He, yeah. is, he is a jerk. You're right, he man. He is a jerk. Yeah. I'm only Joni Mitchell waiting. Um, but he makes friends easy. He's not like me. I watch for judgment anxiously. Now, where in the city can that boy be waiting for a car, climbing, climbing, climbing the hill? 
And then if she thinks he shows up. Um, he's a real good talker. I think he's a friend. Fast tires come screaming around the bend, but there's still no buzzer. They roll on, and I'm waiting for his car on the hill. It, it always seems so righteous at the, at the start, start when there's so much laughter, when there's so much spark, when there's so much sweetness in the dark, waiting for a car climbing, climbing the hill. So she's at the end of this. She knows that this one's not going anywhere. That's I'm going to say. right. Yeah. 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 Joining, yeah. Waiting for the buzzer. That, that that's such yeah. a you picture. You know, you're yeah. waiting for the the buzzer. It's like oh, the nerves here. hanging yeah. on the telephone. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Exactly, exactly. That's right. Good egg and good on you because that most people would not realize that that was not the the original. You just called out the original. The nerves. Oh, yeah. yeah. Please, yeah. please. We don't have an amateur here, back. All right, we have John. John and I just met. <laughs> that's true. All I right. See anybody? Then he dumped his drink all over the mixer. <laughs> Shocking. That's great for See how I his, uh, turn that to my advantage. Kam- if he spilled his kombucha on it, probably would have made it better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think any liquid is good for any mixer. All so, right. So, so we yeah. get song number seven. Rob's is, favorite. Uh, Rob's well, favorite. It, it's challenging. I bet you it will become your favorite. It may. It, it may because that happens, obviously. Yeah. I, I, although, honestly, I was thinking, you know, me and Barry always talk about like, when we do records. There yeah. are some records that it sort of sparks and we know we're going to listen to again. Yeah, there's yeah. some records we go, all right, that's it. I'm Pretty much done. Yeah, again. sure. And I don't know if I will, but uh, it, it, it is, like I said, it's the longest song on the record. It's very subtle, very understated. There is there is stuff, a lot of stuff going on, but it's but it's very subtle. And there's a harp in it. And the <laughs> I don't know if that person's credited. I looked for it on Wikipedia. I didn't yeah, well, there's really? a bunch there's a of people credited. There's a harp in it, yeah. Because ah. I, uh, yeah, I had it on the headphones a few times. The, the lyrics are great in this song. The lyrics are amazing. <laughs> Bless you, Barry. Go down to the All pickup right. station craving warmth and beauty. You settle for less than fascination. A few drinks later, you're not that choosy. That's right. He's doing it from memory, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. John Camacho. Well, this record memory. means a lot to me. Yeah, that's great. Well, that's the whole yeah, idea yeah. of this podcast. Maybe you haven't heard. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when no, the that's closing great. lights that's strip off the shadows on this strange new flesh you found, clutching the night to you like a fig leaf, you hurry to the blackness and the blankets to lay down an impression and your loneliness. And on that word, I noticed, because I've been listening to it a lot, getting ready for this, right. loneliness is totally out of tune. Did you, oh, did you hear that? No, I didn't loneliness. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, she wants to let it, she wants it to sink in. I like the fact that this album resonated with you so much as a male, as, as a guy, as a dude, that's that's cool, you know, because obviously that's cool, bro. No, no, I think it's cool. So was this after? It was this after your your CAD period when you really got into this? He never. Let's no. be clear. I mean, this guy did not have a CAD. Oh no, I think he did, Barry. I really? think he did. I st- yeah, I'm, yeah. <laughs> everything is not what it seems. <laughs> Look at Joni Mitchell. Yeah, I, right. no, I don't yeah. think that. Yeah, I mean, I, it was right in the middle of it. I mean, still, okay, I, still, okay. I still, I listen to it, and, and but that's because you have that. You have a soul, though. You have something, so it resonated with you. You have a soul too, Rob. <laughs> Do I? That's what everybody says. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, I just, I just, I just, I'm, I, I couldn't tell you why. A lot of her records, pretty much everything she did. I'm just not a huge fan. Like I don't know every record. Sure. But I definitely can tell you, I love Ladies of the Canyon. Yeah. Um. Blue, yeah. Uh, the one after it, uh, I can't think of it now. Now, when did you? Now, Barry, I'm like, when did you listen to this record? Because probably not kid, until probably I probably didn't hear this record. Listen to it probably till the '90s. Probably till a right, CD was out. That's I mean, when like, I listened to yeah. it too. As a kid yeah. in the punk rock and everything, you would not nah, have listened to this. There's no way you yeah. couldn't. Yeah, but, but probably we looked up and said, "Hey, Prince is a fan," or "Hey, uh, I so-and-so think." Is a fan. Uh, how would I have gotten into Joni Mitchell? 
I would guess Susan maybe she probably bought the CD yeah uh, okay well that makes sense that's good actually that we get we can get stuff from from our partner sometimes yep. we get some good lots uh, of good stuff and sometimes they listen to shitty stuff and we go why are you listening yeah to that? true I don't know if that's how I got it or not I might have I know that right it's possible that right I, it is I thought possible. I would yeah. okay okay anyway so down to you <laughs> down to you uh, what's it about Rob um I, I don't know what it's about what's it about <laughs> why are you asking me Barry what's it about uh, the pa- the um, Im- impermanence. A fig leaf is the fig leaf. No, nah, it's thing? about <laughs> it's about the con- that nothing lasts. Everything changes. Always in change. Everything comes and goes. Pleasure moves on too early, and trouble leaves too slow. And just when you're thinking you finally got it made, bad news comes knocking at your garden gate, knocking for you. Constant stranger. You're a brute. You're an angel. You can crawl. You can fly too. It's down to you. It all comes down to you. And uh, I kind of think that she's talking about. Uh, um, her, um, you know, the inner the inner mirror that you look at when you um, when you look inside, and it's uh, so it's kind of like the underlying to the whole record, like the sort maybe of this is like the, the centerpiece. The yeah, this yeah. is maybe yeah. this is the uh, right. This is the explainer for the for the for what's really happening in the record. Joni um, bearing her soul in this one. Well, this one is definitely the one that's the most um, dense uh, and philosophical in a way that's. Uh, um, not personal, so that's more more an observation of the wor- the, the mechanisms of the existence. I that's uh, what do you say after that? That's perfect. That's perfect. So yeah. we move on to a song <laughs> yeah, that I I will fully admit I um I, I, I the, couldn't I get tee, into. I put the ball on the tee and then he hits it with the golf club. Bam. Just oh! all right. Tell me, <laughs> just like this train. What is this? I don't get this song. I just didn't get just like this train. Some things you just they're just nice to listen to. Rob. Well, the lyric. The, the thing is, when I read the lyrics, I actually like the lyrics. I think the lyrics are good, but I don't know. They're, they're just I I couldn't get I couldn't grab hold of this song for some reason. I don't know what it is. I'm always running behind the time. Just like this train, right? She's shaking she's, she's into town. Look, she's, instead of looking at the people at the party, now she's looking at herself and observing herself in the same way she did the people at the party. And she is watching herself in different situations and is just talking about um, what goes on when she's uh, when she's present with uh, in, in her inner... Um, you know, activity. Can you do you have the lyrics there? I do. Is the first line saying ro- "rolling into town with the brakes complaining"? Is that? What yeah, it's I'm always running behind the time, just like this train shaking into town with the brakes complaining. You know, when a train want to rolls into when a train rolls into the train rolls into the station and you hear the squealing of the tr- of the train brakes. Um, and then I used to count lovers like railroad cars. Like she didn't really care about yeah one. There's car you know there's right. the one two three Jackson four five Brown, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Milly Vanilli. Woody Allen. That was later, though. <laughs> no, yeah. She never, I don't think she was ever with Woody Allen. No, Milly Vanilli. She was. <laughs> really? <laughs> Boy. This is how rumors get started. It's, right? like a, it's like a cesspool of rumors here. That record got me high. All right. Anything, uh, <laughs> anything more to say oh, about this? Oh, I went this? looking for a cause for, for a, strong a strong cat, cat without claws. Or any reason to resume, and I found this empty seat in this crowded waiting room. Everybody waiting. Old man sleeping on his bags, women with that teased up kind of hair, kid with the jitters on the, in their legs. Yeah, really good lyrics. I like the lyrics. Wide. They paint a picture, for, yeah, but I just don't I, I didn't you get You think the that there has to be, there doesn't have to be um, a, a point to the picture. If she's every just song painting was like it. that, it would be like too much to. Yeah, to she's process. just she's just painting. It's just like putting paint on canvas for you. And you get to you're gonna make out of it what you will. 
All right. Well, I will say now we get into, we could move on to the next song, Raised on Robbery, because this is my favorite song on the record. Really? And I will tell you one thing about this song. It starts out with the, with the Andrew Sisters, yeah. Boogie Woogie, Andrew Bugle Sisters, Boy yeah, sound yeah. vibe, definitely. Right. But, Barry. It kicks in. It kicks into what? This sounds like it could be on the Exile on Main Street yeah, era Stone the song. The guitar playing on this is, is that Robbie Robertson on this tune? Yes, he is. Yeah, and you've got playing the sax. Like, oh, the saxes are incredible. It, it, you know what's fun? Listen to it and imagine Mick Jagger singing. Yeah, Even sure. Even though it'd be ridiculous because yeah. it's from, but just yeah. listen, imagine him because singing. Because it, it does fake you out. It does fake you out with the Andrew sister singing. You think, oh, it's going to be cutesy and Right, whatever. right, and right. Then, exactly. And then it, it kicks in and it's a real rock and roll song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guitar playing on it, Robbie's guitar is absolutely fantastic on this song. And what he plays is just like, you're like, oh man, I wish I had thought of that. You know? <laughs> and then another thing I really like is her little shout outs to uh, Canada because she's got the uh, a little oh, yeah, right. writing on the maple leaves. Maple leaves. And along glued come a lady with in Lacey's Look sleeves. at those jokers glued to that damn hockey game. Yep. <laughs> Bring us around a bottle and we'll have some laughs. Jen's what I'm drinking. I was raised on robbery. So, Rob, this is one I never liked. Are you serious? I, I promise. Isn't that so funny? Yeah, because and it's like my favorite. To me, it doesn't fit with the record. Like it sounds like it well, made, it does. Maybe, maybe that's why it made me think. <laughs> maybe made me think like the, the person. You're not the only person to say that because I think my spouse commented that that this song kind of takes you up out of the out of the mood of the record. I used to skip it, like, but I, I mean, I listen to it again, and and right. I like it more after listening to it. Like, I can right. see it as crap, but it almost it doesn't. I could it, see it not fitting in with the record. Definitely, I I. I, I Agree with you. I'm gonna agree with you then, because it doesn't. Yeah, it really does. It always felt musically like, definitely like, does. Like um, I, I the person that I that I listened to this record with at first used to used to used to love music, and she had a theory about. Is this singing, someone you about, were a cad to? About singles. Yes. Thanks. <laughs> just draw. I'm just I'm just closing up. Way to go, closing Barry. Yeah. Cad Cad is too good. That's a euphemism. We're supposed to lift our guests um, up, Barry. Not yeah. Thanks. Not no, it's fine. No, it's fine. But. I great, am a, what I am. It was a great theory, and she said, like, if you listen to certain singles, like, for instance, um, Hungry Heart from yeah. the River album, yeah. they don't sound anything like the rest of the record. That's right, yeah. So I feel like this record, this song, was totally marked as the single. And oh, right, it, And it right, was right. the first single. It didn't but it get, do well. It didn't yeah, do that no, well. Uh-uh. But and that's not why I didn't like it. It just... I like it now better, it, yeah. but it felt like it, it does was take you out of the record. Commission, like it, it yeah. didn't seem. It it's seemed, not jazzy it's not, at all. It's not personal. <laughs> it's rock and roll. Yeah, it's a rock song. The opening is kind of, kind of jazzy. Yeah, but it's 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 not as personal. It's not confessional. It's like right, telling a right, story. Right. And, and yeah, yeah, it's a story. And, it's more and, of a story song. Because the girl and the woman in the song. Let's just get it out there. She's a prostitute, right? That's what I'm she? thinking. Well, that's what I'm you guessing. You know, you ain't bad looking. I like the way you hold your drinks. Come home with me, honey. I ain't asking for no full length mink. Hey, where are you going? Don't go, Don't go yet. yet. Uh, trollop. <laughs> trollop. It's not a hooker. I think it's she's a just a woman at a bar <laughs> drinking, looking for looking for a good time. Yeah. Your I'm glass ain't empty yet, and we just met. I'm a baby boomer. <laughs> you mean when you're loaded? Uh, <laughs> I was raised, I was on, raised <laughs> on robbery. <laughs> so maybe her parents were... Maybe, well, she. there's also a song, the last song on the record, where she talks about being a kid and getting hold of some booze. Yeah, but that's a cover. That's a, that's a, that's oh, is a, it? Yeah, oh, cover. I did not know it that. Is, yeah. Yeah. We'll get to that one. We'll get to that one, yeah. but first we get to Trouble Child. Trouble Child. I like the song okay. I was <laughs> I wrote in my notes, I like the song okay, except for the music and the singing. <laughs> but I still, I don't know, I still kind of like it. I guess the lyric, again, I guess I like the lyrics. It brings um, it back to California, breaking the, breaking like the waves on Malibu. She starts off right. talking about California. Right, right, right. And, um, and it's just also, and her lyrics paint, they, they're very good at painting a picture. And uh, very uh, poetic, you know, very poetic and, and good poetry, not bad poetry. She's one. She's an incredible lyricist. Yeah. 
I, I always wonder who she's talking about in this song, though. Do you guys know? Because well, I don't. Well, she's. I mean, she I couldn't find. I couldn't she's find talking specific. about herself again in the first four. Why does it come as such a shock to know you really have no one? Only a river of change. It's the impermanence again. The river of changing faces, looking for an ocean. They trickle through your leaky plans. Another dream over the dam. Some more aquatic imagery. And you're lying in some room, feeling like your right to be human is going over too. Um, remember Iggy yes. Pop when uh, on Lust for Life? Uh, um, what's the line in? Uh, <laughs> I felt I lost my license to live. They won't give it up, so I stand at the world's edge. It's kind of the same thing. Right, right. Um, and we're going to try to, well, some are going to knock you and some will try to clock you. You know, it's really hard to talk sense to you, trouble child, breaking like the waves. And now she's talking to herself. She's, she's chatting to Joni Mitchell. That's good. I like that. And side note, Joni, Joni and Iggy would make a really cute couple oh now, my wouldn't God, they? Yeah. <laughs> Except Joni's not in very good shape, so I don't think. Well, Iggy, have you seen Iggy lately? Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I have, but you know, he's a walking talking. Shout out to Iggy, talk. our local man. Iggy, we, we want you on the show badly. That's right. Do Pick an episode record. with us, Iggy. That's right. That's Pick a record. Any record you want to talk about. This is like probably the record he would have picked. Nah, and and you guess. never know with Iggy, man. I'm going to guess a, me a blues enigma. record, probably a Howlin' Wolf album or something. He's an yeah. enigma. Um, all right, so we get to the final song on the record, which is a cover. Even I knew that, Barry. Sorry. It's a 1952 vocalese song with lyrics by Annie Ross set to a tenor saxophone solo uh, of the same name by uh, Wardell Gray. That was recorded in 1949. And vocalese, here's the the definition of uh, a vocalese song. It's a style or musical genre of jazz singing wherein words are sung note for note to melodies that were originally created by a soloist improvisation. It's literally my worst musical nightmare. <laughs> you know, but that's how David Bowie writes his songs. I was, I heard, I read somewhere he would he would play it first on the on the horn and uh, as the melody. His melody, and yeah. then he would use that he, melody vocally. So that's like David uh, Bowie's version of vocally. Well, I like that. I like David Bowie. Yeah. Well, he's thinking more pop. That's it. That, that's what I think. A lot of this isn't so pop. It's yeah. more like. Avant, she was, she was branching out because she, she already, was branching out, which is good for her. That's fine. Yeah, she doesn't she have to please me. Yeah. <laughs> she mastered the pop song though, man, with, right. with Big Yellow Taxi. I mean, that's, that's a great song. Yeah, but this song, I don't know. Do you guys like this song? Because I can't even. Re- I feel like I can't discuss it because it because it almost triggers me. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's. I'm glad it's at the end. Of the it's record. at the end of the record. Yeah, yeah. I like Cheech and Chong a lot. Yeah, that they're, they're in there. there. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't have. It, I, I guess once I knew they were on there and I heard it because I almost missed the first time. I even I missed that they were in there. I actually think this is really a good closer to this record. Because, it is. It is. Because I think she. I read. I read somewhere that she was. Um, they didn't understand what she was doing. A lot of people didn't understand what she was doing with this record. Right. And they thought she was kind of, you know, losing it. Bonkers. Yeah. Yeah. So this is kind of how like ironic a, that it ended up being her biggest oh, yeah. record and sure. such a huge hit. Isn't that well, great? That, that happens a lot of times. You have it to. Does, ri- you yeah. have to take a risk like the that. artist, the true artist, man. That's what happens. Yeah. But I think it's a. It's a nice. It's a good ender. I, I wouldn't know what else to end this record with. Right. I don't, right. I don't know. Ending with Trouble Child would have been. Yeah, so you're on board with it. Yeah, more so than Raised on Robert. Right. (laughs) All right, cool, man. Well, so we did it, man. We did this record. Yeah. And, uh, I don't think we embarrassed ourselves. No, I don't think so. Well, maybe I. Oh, Percy's on my show notes. I have show notes. (laughs) Percy, sorry, Percy. Um, John, thank you again so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. I loved. I loved being on. It was awesome. Great. Great to meet you. 
I'm going to guess that John's the the nicest guest we've had on. Oh, I thought you were going to say the nicest Camacho, and I would say yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm also going to say he's the most. He's the nicest guest we've. Had. He brought us he's, flowers. He brought candy. He did. Were those flowers really for us? Yeah, they're for you. I thought it was apropos for the record. It, it is. I agree. It and was. So he, is, so the, he wins definitely. Yeah, he most definitely of our, wins. Most yeah. of our guests just end up. Yeah, most of our guests are like us. Face <laughs> yeah, it. that's true. Not not as nice. Yeah. All right. So next week we're doing. Uh, it's our final live at Laser Wolf of the year. That's right. Our final live at Laser Wolf, and we're doing the Who Sell Out. This is why we couldn't be face dancing because we're doing the Who Sell Out Did at you Laser heard, Wolf. Have you heard Petra Hayden do that? Is he, doesn't she do the? She does. She I believe does. so. Yeah. I've read about it, but I haven't actually heard it. Well, awesome. Is it really? Yeah, some of that. But we'll mix up some of that. Yeah, yeah. We'll bring that in. All right. So we're doing with Ivan Soliani, young kid of the uh, band Vagrant Stomp. Punk rock band Vagrant Stomp. Yep. And uh, it's going to be Wednesday, don't December think about 26th. Their name. Don't think about that name too much. Yeah, no, don't. Uh, Wednesday, December 26th. So if you're in town, definitely come out. They're really fun. Uh, we do it at Laser Wolf. Every, they're really, it's a good time. It's, are you yeah. still going to be here then? You're not going to be in When town. is it? December, day after Christmas. Day after Christmas. Uh, yeah, I should be here. You should come, come down. It's a lot of fun. Fun, yeah. Bring, you can bring you, the family. Well, no, I guess you can't. They have beer and stuff. Will you, will you text yeah, but it's, I mean, it's, I it's not. It's not like they will sit at the bar. They can sit outside. It's a day that's after true. Christmas. I'll actually be looking for something to do. Well, there you go. Anyone looking to do that? So to be there, uh, and, Wolf, uh, and uh, December twenty-sixth. That's right. And what? And uh, we should uh, uh, mention our Patreon, which uh, <laughs> it's blowing up. <laughs> <laughs> it's Come a on, up, people. Patreon.com. Like one of those smokestack videos where they, they destroy the old smokestack go, and it falls. It's on, go to thatrecordgummyhigh.com. There's links to it. Just check it out. Just a little. Just If you listen to it, you at this point, if you're still listening to it, you should. The guilt is not going to work. Become a pay, I know just, it's not. It's well, I keep trying. Jew. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm a Jew. It, it's our go-to is guilt. That's guilt, our main yeah. thing. So. Guilt or Chinese food. That's yeah. what we know. Um, all right, so yeah, patreon.com slash TRGMH. Instead of buying that extra egg roll <laughs> for your Sunday night Chinese food, email, just TRGMH. We need our Patreon. We get lovely emails at uh, TRGMH33 at oh, gmail.com. Yeah, we get emails from fans, like fans. We have, there's two types, there's two fans. There's people that, that don't there's know us. There's two total fans? Or well, no, no, there's two types of fans. There's people that don't know us that just enjoy there's listening to us. They live in fans. different places. And then there's our friends, and I'm doing air quotes with friends <laughs> that listen to it, and they basically just want to be mean to us and say, uh, <laughs> Oh, no, I say, didn't listen to that. I don't so, listen to that crap. So, I'm yeah, yeah. So, can you, Why would I you want can, to listen you can, to them? You can edit this out if you want to, but so you have a, a huge following that's listening to this or a following? We do have a yeah, following. Yeah, 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 so, yeah, yeah. so then they should go to the Patreon thing. Thank you, John C. They really should. John Camacho because is because I, I started listening to it, and I think it's great. Yeah. And if I had two nickels to rub together, I would definitely. You get a pass. You get a pass. Times are tough. I, know, I, understand. I understand times are yeah, tough, but yeah. it's literally you go twenty-five cents. Uh, no, it, an it's it's worthwhile. <laughs> this, it is. You know, this is. Thank I think you, it's great. Thank you so much for saying that. We should also thank once again our sponsor, Is This Tomorrow, <laughs> the web comic at isthistomorrow.com. Now in color, the wide cast of characters. Yes, guaranteed enjoyment for yes. you and your family. If your family is smart people or twisted or yeah yeah you know (laughs) all right so thanks again for listening once again that is barry stock that's rob elba hopefully our mixer will be working next week and we'll we'll see you guys at laser wolf (laughs) rob were you were you telling the truth in any of this stuff were you honest with any of this stuff i was totally honest about everything yes i was (laughs) because you didn't say it you said every week you you say say i'm gonna be honest Uh, and i said when he says i'm gonna be honest we're gonna slap the good one good one john all right See you next Thanks, week. guys. Thanks Bye. for having me. It was a great, great Our pleasure. pleasure. If you think that-
that I don't know about the little tricks you play And never see you when deliberately you put things in my way Well here's a broke at you, you're gonna choke on it too You're gonna lose that smile because of the while I can sleep on my